0: During this current crisis, we have been working around the clock to increase our podcast and blog production to the highest possible level, knowing that at this time, every little bit counts. However, we're running into limitations in this effort due to our budget constraints. As all of our work relies on the power of donation, if you find this content of value, please consider supporting our mission so that we can continue our efforts at this time.
1: Ye gabienji alma, Mong you buy. Ye we suckum alma, a yo mortuat, nilong alma, go alma, The Under the Great Ice Sheet by Mao Yubai Translated by Goko and James Bryan Under the Great Ice Sheet A great country has been buried alive Under the Great Country A great church where God no longer shelters Under the Great Church The Great Wars Welded together six feet under Under the Great Wars A great museum of culture Dilapidated and yellowing Under the Great Museum banknotes without currency under the banknotes slaves with protruding bones and sunken eyes under the slavery a stone age cave sealed by stones under the stone age regressive evolution the ocean the mother of mother earth who died in labor under the ocean a great ice sheet unanticipated under the great ice sheet
0: pleased to be welcoming Mark here to Inside Myanmar podcast. Mark is speaking to us from Chin State. He's of Chin background, so we're going to get a chance to learn a little bit about his community and how they're doing these days. So, Mark, thank you so much for joining us here at Inside Myanmar podcast. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, so uh, I know it's no easy thing these days to make time. You never know when you're going to get the internet on and, and what kind of emergencies are going to be happening. So I really appreciate that you were able to make the time for us here. And I understand that just to warn listeners, it's a bit noisy in your background. It's the best that you could do given the circumstances. What, can you tell
2: us a little bit about what all is going on behind you? Okay, thank you very much uh, for letting our voice heard to the other part of the world. Uh, currently, I have to come to the place where the internet is working well and they they are doing some uh, uh renovation or construction at the at the place where i'm going so there are a bit of noise in the background yep right
0: right so it's much harder to get internet contact these days so I'm very glad that you had it there and we'll we'll work through any technical or noise difficulties. So before we get into anything else, I wanted to ask you if you can tell us a little bit about the Chin people. We probably have many listeners that are listening in that don't know anything or know very little about Chin community, the Chin history, the geography, the culture, the religion. So before we get into how things are going on today, if you can just start us off from the very beginning and speak to the listener, who are the Chin? Uh, thank you very
2: much. Uh, in Myanmar, the Chin people, the Hili people, I should say in the Western part. So uh, currently the NUG, the uh, national unity government of Myanmar have uh, uh, militarily wow. divided into five part Eastern division. Western Division, Southern, Northern, Center, and now currently we are in the Western Division of Myanmar. So we are Hilly people, and in the Chin, uh, unlike any other states, uh, inside the Chin people we have different uh, tribe or different uh, language speakers. Like we have uh, Zomi, we have Lai Mi, uh, we have uh, this uh, uh, Kuki, and we have so on. Uh, so the, uh, we are. Uh, inside the Chin state we have different dialect speaking people of maybe I think seven to eight dialect if I'm not wrong so we are uh, 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 how to say we have been uh, uh, we have our ancestor in Myanmar we have an our ancestor in India uh, Bangladesh and when the English come in and they uh, they when when they uh, give us independent we have been apart through this different part of the the countries so in Myanmar, we are staying in chin states in india um, in the, uh, our people are staying in mizoram and some in chirajampur and some people in nagaland in bangladesh i'm uh, not sure the geographical location of our people so that we are separated into these few countries uh, so yeah that's that's the brief story of uh, chin people yep um So you mentioned that
0: there are these different dialects, different languages. Uh, Can you clarify for listeners, um, when speaking Chin, is there any common ground with Burmese? Are there any similarities between Burmese and Chin language? And then among the different Chin languages, can people understand each other with a different accent? Or are they completely different Chin languages? Uh,
2: We have... Totally different, uh, 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 different language with Burmese. And if we don't learn, it's just like English and Burmese between our languages and Burmese languages. Also, under the chain, as I say, we have uh, Zomi, Asho, Matu, Cho, and Kuki, and Mizo. All our languages are different too. So, some words. Very uh, some similar words like mom, dad. That's it. And if we don't learn their language, we don't understand what they are speaking. So in Chin State itself, we, we, we have different uh or dialect, different languages. But in Chin State, our cultures are more or less the same as like uh, our dances, our dresses, and our cultures, and the celebration we do, and all more, or less, more or less the same of the Chin people, yeah.
0: Mm, right, so when you're meeting someone from a different Chin tribe, aside from very popular nouns and other words like that, you generally you can't communicate with one another because the languages are so different. And then, of course, if you want to have any kind of success in Myanmar, you have to learn Burmese, which is not the native language of anyone in your community after your Chin dialect. But you mentioned that the culture among the different Chin tribes is very similar.
2: Okay. Uh, Let's say in the Chin culture, our people have similar like uh, the celebrations of marriages. Are more or less the same among the Chin states uh, people, and and also our celebrations of New Year's are more or less the same. It's just one or two day apart, or just one week apart. It's 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 it's, it's uh, categorized into same uh, same periods. So and and we also believe that we are the, the descendants of uh, uh, Zhou people. So that that's our main forefather have been uh, from the same uh, from from the same ancestor. So that that's why we we have like uh, a similar culture. Most our uh, similar culture before then we are not uh, Christian, and I think Christian have been entering to our Chin state like well, one thousand eight hundred. Uh, 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 like yeah, it's in uh, one thousand eight hundred around there. Christianity have started coming to. Uh, chin hill and now currently majority of the chin people uh, chin uh, state peoples are Christian as uh, so is uh, we, we we believe that we are yeah the descendants of so uh, uh, people so it's it's like uh, we our forefathers go back to like uh, well they call it, uh, it it's it, it, it's a so yeah, that's that that that's that our forefathers. That's what we believe. Hmm.
0: What are the Zhou people?
2: The Zho people. Then we we that that as I said, the Zho people. We include like uh, Mizo, Kuki, Zomi, and all. We have branches out from there. And then we we when when they like uh, migrated slowly from 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 the. Uh, 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 Mongoloid and uh, Tibetan, that's what we believe. Then we come to the uh Chindwin Valley, and we come up to uh, Kabo Valley, and now we settle in the Chin states. Right, and historically,
0: mostly before the 19th century, as you said, uh, most Chin were animists. They had different types of animist beliefs until the missionaries, I believe it was the American missionaries, came and converted the first few Qin tribes and, in my understanding, the Christian faith among the Qin people goes back to the 19th century. So looking today in the 21st century, how would you characterize the Christian belief and faith and culture of the Qin communities? What shape does it take? What does it look
2: like? Chin. Uh, okay. Uh, in the chin states there as i say majority are christian and majority protestant and there are lots of uh, missionary among our people so we are a strong believer in christianity i i should say Uh, because the whole chin state we have lots of like like uh uh, missionary who have even walked back go back to the america australia for missionary and all so uh, they currently in our in our states, I think we, we have, have a very, uh, before just before this coup, we have a very independent or free uh, worshiping status in Chin states so far. Yeah, it's been, I think, around 10 to 15 years that we have uh, freedom of uh, uh, worship in, in, in our states.
0: Uh, so, your freedom of worship
2: only goes back 10 or 15 years? Yeah, before then it's it's a uh, military regime. As you know, Burmese is uh, mainly uh, ruled by military reason. So, at that time, we don't have much freedom of worship in, in our chain state. Our churches, our cross has been destroyed every now and then
0: right right so how did christian culture and religion start to change in the qin community in the last 10 to 15 years as greater religious freedom was allowed
2: as you know when we get uh, uh democracy like uh, when we get elected government around 2015 so it uh, it started with that and we have like uh, 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 we, we already have our churches, our community, and our people have been grouped into different uh, type of this Christianity. And when it comes to 2015, we have like uh, no, I should say we have no, no outside intruder about the religion from, from, from then. We can freely build our churches. We can, uh, there, we can uh, protect our land, our, our, our churches, our community.
0: And How did that feel to have that greater religious freedom?
2: Of course, that that's that's great. I mean, these 10 to 15 years of democracy have been very, very different. What uh, is a different uh, level of uh, our 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 living standard? Because we can, the government have really tried to to be better. Uh, the government have really tried uh, uh, to work hard. Uh, so we have tasted like 10 or 15 years of democracy so uh, that's i think that is also one of the main trigger that when the coup coming in in february we know the 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 taste of democracy so we are giving our life to protect or to get back that democracy or better that better democracy Right, and in
0: your case, in the case of your community, it's not just a democracy of being being able to vote for who you want to and having certain kinds of basic rights in your life. It's also your actual religious faith. It's your religious institution. It's your religious buildings. That this is also what you're trying to preserve.
2: Yep, I think that is also one of the one of the one of the things that we we try to preserve. Mm right right so
0: we talked a bit about the chin people and just their background geography religion language so have a bit of an overview for the listener i want to go from general to specific and start to learn more about you and learn more about your background your family um your biography so as far as you are comfortable can you tell us a bit about your life story and your background
2: yep thank you very much and I was born in the, uh, uh, I'm Zomi. In Chin State, as I said, we have Zomi and other, other tribes. So I'm uh, Zomi and from the northern part of Chin State. Uh, I was born there in a, in a, a small town. Uh, so then I was uh, brought back to the uh, Kale Valley and I've grown up in the, uh, in the place where uh, I can get a, a good Burmese education. And I and personally I finished my MBA uh, from uh, UK uh, by true distance learning and I have been working here as a, one of the uh, 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 business trainer before the coup so when the coup come in then I have to, uh, I step back and all I come back to the states with my people and we are now uh, fighting in every possible way we can from our land. Uh, We call it Zhou Land. It's under Chin states. Right. So you mentioned
0: coming from a small Chin village, eventually earning your MBA through a UK university. Is that unusual for someone of your background? Were there other people in your community that were able to achieve that kind of education?
2: I think it's quite hard to get that, actually my parents particularly they have worked really hard uh, to support uh, that type of money because in our country uh, we don't usually have uh, i mean a good part-time work to support ourselves to go to the school MBA it's solely rely on our parents support if our parent can support we can study as far as we, we we can or maybe some people if they are clever or if they are very very good at study uh, they will get some sponsor uh, like uh, uh, medium in, in 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 the education like me i'm not really expert i'm not really brilliant but i just want to continue my education like me then our parents are so sponsored for us because people wouldn't sponsor us because we are not that I mean, top level in uh, academy, so it's quite hard. So uh, for me, luckily, my father he, he have to flew into United States for like working around 10, 10 years during my my uh, education to support our family and our uh, our our education. So th- that's our uh, that's uh, the way we we are uh, we are trying. But to earn f- inside our land and to support. Or to get a good education, like internationally recognized education is quite hard in our country. Mm,
0: Right. So it really required a family sacrifice and everyone in the family uniting for that goal for you to be able to achieve that higher education, to be able to make it happen and give you the future that they weren't able to have themselves. Yep, exactly. How about uh, Christian faith in your personal life and in your family
2: background? What kind of role did Christianity play? okay it, it my my forefather they they were they were like this uh a non-christian my grandfather was non-christian and my father was the first one who have converted into uh, my father and his brothers i should say they are the first one who have converted into uh, christian and my father was at that time he was a roman catholic my uncle was uh a, a 70 adventist they were started uh, uh converting into that and they now uh, currently i'm uh, in seven day Adventist.
0: And when you talked about your great grandfather being non-Christian, was he animist or what, what
2: was his background? Ah, uh, yeah. Animist. We, they, they worshiped, uh, some kind of, uh, unseen, what should I say? Yeah. Un- unseen spirit. Uh, personally, I have grown up in a very, very like strict, uh, religion family. Uh, we go church every, every week, every Saturday. And we, we learn a lot of this, uh, by the teaching so it, uh, religion or this faith have played a very major role in my, in my life. Religion is for me personally it's really core personal belief so it doesn't uh, much uh, what is it differentiate my social being with other friends of mine like with the Burmese with the other uh, other group of uh, my mainland but it's a core belief that I have in my heart that it's the, this, the, the preaching, the love, the caring, all, I, I feel that for me personally, rooted through the Bible teaching because I was grown up in that in that community where uh, a religion or where this Bible teaching have been a very strong uh, core value for my family.
0: Mm. Right, that's that's beautiful. And you mentioned how you got your MBA from uh, a university in the UK. Uh, what were you currently doing with it? What was your professional status uh, before February 1st?
2: Before February 1st, I was doing this business training. So I train business owners and their team uh, for their like uh, strategic planning and all. So I do Work mostly with business leaders. I train them. I have been working with around forty to fifty companies uh, closely. Yeah. Mm, where were you based? I base. Uh, I travel around usually Rangoon, Manly, and these big cities because in those cities most of the business owners are located. Mm, and how was that business going? That was a very good booming business. We have started in two thousand, I think sixteen, and that's really good one. And we are, I mean, uh, like rocket up, a very high, uh, to the very high uh, high. I mean, the, the the situation is really good. The business is really good until uh, until the COVID has come, and the second big strike was uh, the coup, because we also work closely with other trainers around the world. Like uh, we 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 work with uh, Dr. Marsha Goldsmith, and we work with John Maxwell, leadership expert, and also we our business have been quite good before those uh, disasters. How did your business manage during the pandemic? During pandemic, it was uh, at first it was really hard, and after three to three to four months, then uh, we used to uh, we are used to that new normal. So we have to work through the online. And uh, we we talk with our business owner virtually, so I think that's quite okay. After four to five months, we can. Uh, it's not rocket height, but it's 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 going uh, quite normal. After six to uh, after uh, after three to four months of uh, COVID, yeah, be- before February,
0: mm-hmm. right? Yeah, just kind of getting along. Um, I want to talk a bit more about your background in the Chin community and where that fits overall in the Myanmar experience. And the reason I want to mention this on this podcast platform, we have mainly been speaking to Bamar Buddhists um, that have been activists in some ways and involved in some ways and we are reaching out to more and more voices and trying to bring in greater diversity to hear the uh, wider experience of living in Myanmar and all the different forms and shapes that takes than the standard majority view. And I think one of the things that we're finding during these protests is that even the young Generation Z of Bamar Buddhists are starting to realize to a greater extent the privilege that they have in the system and uh, the way that other minorities are uh, are biased or discriminated against in ways that they're not, in ways that many uh, of, of the guests that we've had on this podcast that have been Bamar Buddhist have shared quite open and quite vulnerably their uh, lack of sensitivity and lack of concern for the ethnic experience in their country. And so I'd like to check in with you and... Uh, I'm I'm curious what you can share about how it's been being a member of a minority community in Myanmar in ways that even the mainstream community of Burmese Buddhists wouldn't necessarily know what your life and your background has been uh,
2: because they they haven't been in those shoes. Uh, yeah, I have been like working closely, or I have been uh, together with uh, Burma a lot because uh, I have to study in their land, and I have to stay with them. Even my business partners are mostly Burma, and I know most of the very good monks in my uh, life too. I have worked very closely with them too. So the core belief of Buddhists, it's very peaceful. I love it. And those who really study about real Buddhists, uh, we don't have much problem, or we don't have much uh, 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 again against each other, uh, uh, or in terms of uh, in terms of belief. And on the other hand, uh, for the minority. Before then, if we say, let, let's say, uh, uh, the military have come up to our chin, healed, and they destroy our crosses, our churches, they say, ah, that, that's it. Because they can't feel the, the tense or the, the, the brutalness we have uh, faced. So in that time, we just need to uh, we explain them. For them, it, it's like they, 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 they just read the newspaper because they never, they never feel about that. So in, uh, in, in this February coup, We walk hand in hand together, even they suffered a lot, then they come to realize that, okay, this should be the case. Because the Buddhist teaching itself or the propaganda of the military is very strong among the Burmese people that when we say that how cruel the military are in our land, they can't believe. When we say that they rape our people, they say, "Ah, is that really? Like uh, they were looking at us as, as though we are lying to them. so uh, But uh, at that time, too, I can understand because this is the experience they never face. Because this is not the things that they heard from what the military do or what the monk, which covered the military act, do. Uh, we, they never heard of it. So this time they face uh, about all this in practical, then they come to understand about how the minority had suffered, or how the the, the powerless people have been uh, tortured in other parts of uh, uh, the country.
0: So, have you actually spoken to BAMAR friends who have expressed some kind of remorse or regret uh, or openness now that they're having a greater sensitivity or belief in your experience that they didn't have before?
2: Of course, of course, they, they, uh, even my co-workers and even my uh, now currently for for this spring revolution, we are, I am working closely with the Bama people too. So I have heard every now and then that uh, we we before then we when we guys when you guys said we just noticed about that, but we can never uh, 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 believe or imagine how cruel it will be. So that these are the things that uh, I I often heard from them that are. Uh, this like uh, they say it's 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 sorry that uh, we can't feel before or we we can't hear your voice uh, as loud as now
0: before. That's a really powerful validation. So you've spent most of your life having your our friends not necessarily understand or believe or sympathize with uh, the, the suffering that the Chin people have gone through. And now there's been this opening on at least part of some to recognize that happened and even to apologize for not
2: realizing that before. So what does that feel like? It's good. I mean, it's good that they understand more deeper. Uh, and uh, they, they understand uh, the situation or they uh, come to really see uh, what will be the suffering uh, if we don't really work together uh, in the country because uh, human rights violation and every other things like before, then people usually used to think it's the act of NGO. They will just generate money through that name and they report back to the Western or any other country. That's what uh, uh, generally what they are thinking so now they they, they, they they understand about okay that's uh, that's human right is necessary in our country okay every rights is like valuable uh, to hear other people voices is also it's 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 very beneficial or uh, to respect other people uh, what is it, other people stand or other people is very, also very important because the minority voice not only in our country it, 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 minority voice is are uh, not necessarily hard, as loud as them, because they're, 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 they're a minority. Because if everything is okay, then the majority usually, they don't care about that. But in this uh, situation, especially in Yamabami's coup, uh, the minority people who have been suffering, or we have been ready, or we have always been fighting mentally uh, with this military government. So, when it comes to the real, uh, the, this type of coup situation, we are the one mentally who uh, we can lead them uh, uh, mentally, and we are ready, uh, some we are ready physically to. Like you can see in the eastern, uh, in the northern, the Kachin, the Kayin, they have been uh, uh, secretly armed. That was before then, it was like seen by majority that okay they are just uh, what is that they, they, they are just the people who use arm to, to fight back the Burma people that's the, 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 the view they have now they come to understand that okay they are protecting their rights they are protecting their, their, their land now they started to see that so I think it's uh, out of all this disaster what we can take is that uh, mutual understanding between uh, all the people it seemed like we feel that the spirit of independence, its 1947 spirit, 1948 spirit, have been uh, coming up together because we all are equal. It's not about majority Burma. It's about we have to work together to have a very good uh, Myanmar country.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's definitely what has to happen in order for. The people to win. Um, I want to stay focused a bit on Chin State and Chin community. We've learned a bit about the culture and the geography and the people there. So February 1st happens, the coup is initiated. And what is the response in Chin State? I know that there are many diverse communities, as you mentioned, so the different um, tribes or, or areas or regions might have diverse responses. But after February 1st, what can you tell us about what kind of response we
2: Saw in Chin state. Okay, uh, after February first, Kalei Kalai is Kalimuy uh, is um, geographically under Sakai division, but Kalei majority of the people are, uh, uh, as I said, the the, the 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 Chin people. We have here Zomi, Mizo, and everything. So Calais is the the first city or the first town sh- town that uh, fight back against the military you will heard about this Tahan uh, Tahan defense so we, we we fight we started from Calais in March so uh, and in Calais we have been protesting from uh, February 8th peaceful They we started the uh, street protesting on February 8th it very strong peaceful protest I think everybody out in the road and, and the mm-hmm. the road were filled with. People in Kale. and at that time Hakka Township, uh, they are also protesting, and uh, uh, Falam Township, they are also protesting. Tidiem Township also protesting, and Domzang also protesting. Most of the town Township, there are nine Township uh, in in uh, in Chin State, Chin Hill, and I think most of the people are protesting there. And from the Chin states after Calais have been uh, fighting back to the military with the 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 thing we have like to me or the man-made man-made gun because they have been killing the uh, civilians. So we are we are protecting in Calais on March I think 27 is the first uh, the first uh, uh, defense have been uh, the first uh, what should I say. The first fighting have been broke out in March, twenty twenty seven, March twenty eight, I think, in Calais, and then now, as you know, Matupi, sorry, Mindat. Mindad is fighting really, really, really strong in in their in their in town, and this, even this morning I have contact with one of the uh, lady from Mindat. They are still in the jungle, running with the old people, running with the uh, uh, the women, children and they are uh, we are very worried for them and so in support of them our zomi people from Terim, uh, uh we have been uh, uh doing our very best like to support them humanitarian aids in prayer and even the zomi uh, federal <coughs> union group have uh, walk all uh, we they, they, they have like some fight back in, in in the region itself so that the tensions of the military will, will be spread in the chain state also hakka have fought back uh, so now I think uh, uh, more or less most of the township have been started uh, making their voice heard through our local handmade we can we call it to me uh you also will read it uh, uh on the news so that's i think they are the brief uh, story or the brief uh, uh, uh protest in our chin here and one of our main uh what is the main strategy is also cdm civil disobedient movement uh so even uh, for me i work closely with this uh uh, uh zomi federal union so under that only under one and un, that under that umbrella, up to March we have given one thousand three hundred plus CDMs. The support we can. So this now now uh, the government is not giving the salary to education department too. So the amount or the people who have joined to the CDM, it's mounted into now at, at around three thousand to four thousand in 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 our Zomi uh, located area ddm and donzang township alone so it's in, in that two township alone is around uh, three thousand to uh, four hundred four thousand cdm and that is one of the main strategy in this spring revolution too uh, so and other townships like like uh, like, uh hakka like falam they are also doing the best they can but my main access or the, 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 the information, I, I'm very close or I'm very, uh, what is it, I, I know clearly of is mainly on the northern part of Chin state, uh, uh, among the Zomi people.
0: Mm, right. So you mentioned that for, even from the very early days in March, some Chin people started fighting back. Can you explain in more detail what that involved and what ways were they fighting back?
2: Actually, in March, two, three around there in Calais, the military start uh, use violence or start shoot against the peaceful protester in Calais. So, in that peaceful protester group, there Bama, there Zomi, there Mizo, there Falam, all, the, uh, all the all the all the people from Chinland are included. So, we that's the the beginning uh, where you know where uh this uh military have started using their 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 guns to their guns against the citizen so from there we have been preparing and on march 27 we had that on the uh, armed force day uh, we heard that there will be a big uh, uh, shooting from the military side. So our people have prepared uh, in the Tahan, where the Zomi people are mainly located. We we prepared uh, the or is the fort? Uh, we prepared a place where uh, these peaceful protesters can protest freely. So we 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 have came in there in the in the Tahan, where the, most of the Zomi people are located. And inside the camp, there are Bama, there are lots of people, uh, all the tribe from Calais uh, Township have come inside the, the camp, and we do peaceful protests together inside. So, uh, and in 28, the military have started uh, shooting that camp in the Tahan. So there are lots of people uh, uh, dying there. From the citizen side, and also there are lots of people dying in the military side. Uh, I'm not sure of the exact number, but that is the first, the first uh, real fighting between the uh, military and uh, the the civilian in Myanmar using uh, arms. Mm, I see. And who was in charge of protecting that camp? The in charge is like we have a committee. Committee. Comedy, uh, comedy. It's a. Uh, in fe- that committee was formed in February, I think February sixth in Calais. The, the committee itself included student union and uh, so- Zomi union and all the civil uh, civil uh, organization of Calais. So we have a lots of uh, dialect like Burma. Now we have Burma, We have our under Chin. We also have Mizo and all the all the Chin tribe also included in the in the in the uh, uh, leading committee. So that nonviolent movement strike committee have, uh, urged the people of this, uh, Tahan township to protect. So they f- form another committee to in charge of that, uh, that Tahan, what you say, Tahan fort or Tahan. Camp. Uh-huh. So there was this committee
0: of nonviolent, peaceful protesters of all different ethnicities and religions who banded together to want to come out to show their solidarity in peacefully protesting, and a higher leadership that was also encouraging that unity.
2: It's a camp. Uh, it's it, it's it's a camp inside the inside the, the city. I, I I just mentioned the camp because we we, we they are standing uh, staying together. So, uh, who safeguard them or who protect them was also uh, uh, the people among uh, the people from the city the citizen itself. When we have that peaceful protesting in the camp, then the people have join hand together and say that we have to protect these people with whatever we have. Maybe knife, maybe our handmade gun, gas gun, or so. They form it K C A. You heard about Kali Civil Army, and the Kali Civil Army we have a lots of this, uh, 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 What should I say? A, a, a lots of groups, a lots of unit. And the K C A we have Zomi unit. And the K C A we have like uh, Zomi Federal Army. And the K C A we have this Mizo unit. And the K C A we have this Burmese unit, a uh, Burma unit. And the K C A we have this. Uh, a uh, Falam unit under KCA, we have this uh, Hakka unit, we have a different unit. So we form it together. Uh, we, we, we call, we name it like KCA, Kalei Civil Army. And we come and we protect these non people with, uh, you know, with, with this KCA, Kale Civil Army. So protect in the sense that we are not well equipped with all the all the machine guns and all. We just go there with our, some go there with the bare hand knife and whatever we can from our home. So yeah, those are the people, the KCA, people who protect this non-violence group. Uh, the first, uh, the military first attack, the, 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 the uh, in. March too. Before that, they also attacked the uh, uh, the citizen in other, any other regions of 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 Myanmar. Also, like uh, in the Rangoon, they already killed some people. In Mandali, they already killed some people. But what I mean is that the first the first fighting, I mean the the first citizen that who had fought back with whatever we have, what in was in Calais. Yeah, with with the with the people of Chin and with the people of Bama, in in Calais.
0: So, the military is, has taken over the country, there's a coup, they're trying to control every neighborhood, big and small. And as you've mentioned, the first resistance on the part of the people that you know of came from Chin State, came from uh, Calais community. So, why do you think it was, of all the places in Myanmar, that, uh, what does that tell us about, about this region, that this was the first one to start to stage a, a resistance?
2: As I said, I think uh, our people, uh, the, I mean the, the Zomi or the Mizo or this uh, whoever stay in the Chin uh, Chin state, we we our uh, culturally we are a hunter. So with our our own tumigan we used to hunt in the jungle of like uh, deer or like tigers. So that's the culture of our people that we go hunting. So we have uh, our own handmade weapon at like almost every home in the Chin here. So we are ready with the, the the weapons, and and we are familiar. The people are also very very familiar with uh, shooting of this handmade gun. So I think that is one of the thing. And also, Calais is, uh, I should say, it's it's a united people of different ethnic groups. Pama are there, Chinese are there, Indian are there, and uh, among the Chin, we have, as I said, we have seven or eight uh, different uh, dialect. Right, all of us are here. It's 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 a, it's a city of uh, uh, united. So uh, we all have our own suffering as a minority in 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 the whole Burma. So we can come together. We can join hand together. And when we speak it, it's louder than any other region of the uh, of the country. I think that's the main thing. Mm. I've
0: also heard that Chins are considered quite independent, independently minded as a community, and that uh, I, I've heard that as another explanation for
2: some of the stand that Chins have taken. Would Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I agree totally. Because before the before the this Union of Burma, Union of Myanmar was formed, we are independent. Uh, we we have our own chief who have rulers, then we we. We we have been like uh, very, very uh, independent people uh, and have our own uh, culture uh, or have our own ways of living. So I think that is also one of the reason. Yeah, I agree on what you said
0: mm, um, the chin fought alongside the Americans
2: in World War Two against the Japanese, right? Yeah, yeah. Against the Japanese and against the British, too. Like uh, when the uh, when the the first time when the when, when when the japanese and burmese army combined together and w- we fought back the british the first time and the chin were included and then the second time when we fought again the japanese uh, together with the british then we were we were also there especially in the chin hill but the voice of that was barely heard to this to the war Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. And you mentioned on
0: one hand how independently-minded many in the Chin community are, and yet you've also talked about this beautiful, wonderful sense of unity that you're feeling with Myanmar from all over the country and being united in a common cause. And so do you think in looking towards the kind of future that you want to build – uh, do you want to live in a pl- pl- pluralistic society where you're living with members of other ethnic and religious groups, or do you think that Chins would like to be a bit more independent and, and form uh, their own land or their own territory uh, if they had that choice?
2: Federalism is like uh, one of the main topic. it has been speak out after military coup. I think that will uh, uh, work or that will allow the people to decide what they want in the future. So I think that is good enough because this is up to the people of of, of the land that they will decide whether they would stay independent, whether they would stay with the with with the Burmese people. So I also strongly believe it in that it's it's totally dependent on the people who have stay in the land. So maybe uh I, I think it's it's independent in the sense that Maybe in the future, I'm not sure. But currently, to uh, to 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 get independent out of this Myanmar and have our own country, it's not the not the intention of the people currently. Maybe I, I don't know after fifty years, hundred years. But currently, it's not it's not the, the 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 major intention. Currently, what what the people want is that uh, they want their voice. Or they want uh, their voice to be heard, or they want their their rights to be respected. It's sovereignty overall, what we want. Sovereignty. So if it is good for the people of uh, Chinland uh, to work together with the Burma as a Myanmar, that will be uh, good. Uh, if the, if the sovereignty is better or sovereignty is stronger, if we have to move out of Myanmar and stay independent, then that will be another way. I think uh, sovereignty and where our our wellness is being protected will be will be the future decision that our people will do. And can you tell me a little about these handmade Chin weapons that I
0: believe date back to the nineteenth century resistance against the British?
2: Uh, to me, it, to me, is a is is the name of the gun that we use. It's a handmade handmade gun. Usually, our people of Chinland have like every almost every house have those type of gun it's a handmade gun we use them for hunting hunting in, in in the jungle we go to the jungle we hunt and this is the culture of our people in chenland we we do a of hunting mm, so have you made one of these guns i do not make I didn't, i'm not uh, actually i'm not fa- family wa- familiar with those to me gun yeah
3: Hmm.
2: <laughs> right right what kind what kinds of animals are usually hunted uh it's like deer, deer a lot in the chain hill deer or and like wild pig. Are uh, I don't know the, 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 the exact name, it, it's it's a category under pig. It's a wild pig or uh, a type of this wild bats are there. So yeah. Especially like deer and all the, all, all these are um, uh, lots. Before then we have like tiger, lions, uh, we, we have nowadays it's very few due to this approaching.
0: Mm-hmm. And then what is done with the animal products?
2: Uh, usually, we the, the, the people of the Chin Hill, they, they usually eat it. And the skin and all, they use for this chair or the tools that we use for, for our house.
0: Oh, right. So it's used for a number of different purposes. Yeah. Yeah that was actually a question I meant to ask you at the start of the interview about Chin food. Can you tell us a bit about what we can expect of
2: cuisine if we were to roll into a local village in Chin state? Mainly grow corn especially in the Zobi area we we mainly grow this corn and we dry it then we use it for our main food before before the rice and all were like easily transported to the Chin and we use this corn so it's very special. And and uh, I should say before our Chin land food were not very popular, but nowadays it's become very uh, popular, um, even among the our Burma friend and all. Because our uh, before then we it's very hard for Chin state to get even oil oily stuff and all the ingredients and all the salt and even salt is very difficult to get in Chin here before. So uh, our food is mainly of. Uh, steam food and uh, very less artificial thing. So it's very healthy product, I should say. But uh, b- before that, people don't usually like all this healthy stuff. But when it, it uh, uh, in these days these what do you say, this uh, organic food are very popular, becoming very popular. And our chin here food are also now getting uh, popular among even our Burmese friend because it's mainly of organic food, our food. Culturally, we don't use much of other ingredients. It's just the organic food, the water, pure, steam it. and those. So maybe if you come up to the country, it's a mix of, uh, it's like a porridge. But instead of rice, inside the porridge, we use this corn, dry corn to, to put it in. And that will be, and we mix with some of the meat uh, which we get from the hunter uh, for, from pro- approaching so that, that that will be i think uh my uh, or as a suggestion of a mass test food
0: <laughs> that's great that's great i hope that some of our listeners get to uh, get to try it someday uh going back to these guns that are handmade um, that are common in Chin households. What, uh, how are these guns different from other kinds of weapons? Like how, what, what makes them a Chin homemade rifle or, or gun? How are they constructed th- in such a way that they're unique from guns or weapons you'd find in other communities?
2: Okay, in Myanmar, having uh, having this uh, gun or machine gun is not allowed, but in Chin here, this is our tradition, so they have given us few license, uh, bef- from even bef- before from the independence. So we we have licensed gun. Those guns are, as I said to me, it have a long uh, what is that, uh, 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 a long, uh, I should say a long hole or what I don't know the name a long hole it is handmade. Then we have to put it in some uh, gunpowder and and some uh, this iron ball, and they have to Pound, pound, pound at it, and it take around maybe two to three minutes to be ready to shoot one bullet. So it's not like a machine gun; you just shoot and three, four bullets can go out. No, it. So you have to prepare it. So that 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 is the type of gun we have. We we have to pound the the. Gunpowder inside a gun pipe, uh, gun uh, yeah, a gun pipe, and we have to be ready. It takes around two to three minutes to shoot one bullet, so it's not uh, very uh, what to say very suitable for the a war like uh, this. Even mean that they are very brave. That's why they dare to come up with those gun because when they shoot one bullet, they have to have like exact target because it will take another two to three minutes to reload it while the other military people they they they, they just press the the trigger and they will be exact like uh, numbers of bullets are coming up it's 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 the difference is between those machine gun and our dummy is that we have to reload and we have to take time two to three minutes uh, every time we should
0: so these are not really good weapons to be using by security forces that want to resist the military
2: uh, no, it's not 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 that good because we it's very very uh, risky or it take time. But I really respect the bravery of our our brother and sister in Mindat because they have come up with those weapons. Those who don't know to me, they might just think that okay, they have a gun, but it's totally different those gun and the the gun that have uh, military use. So they, they they are very 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 brave to stand up with those guns against these military.
0: Mm. So we've been referencing MinDat, and I'd like to focus on that specifically now and go into some detail about what's been happening there. I should mention that this interview will be released sometime after we record. So for listeners that are hearing our talk now, there certainly will have been more developments that we're not aware of in this conversation. Nonetheless, I think it's very valuable to be able to go back to the beginning of the siege and learn in more detail about what exactly has been happening there. So can you bring us to the beginning of this crisis in Mindat and tell us what happened, why it happened and what's currently going on?
2: okay in Mindat they have uh, uh, actually uh, the whole Burma have been as you know after the coup the the, the military people they have brutally killed the citizen even in Mindat. And here Mindat, as I say, Mindat is in Chin State. It's one of the, uh, uh, one of the district. We have nine district in Chin State, and Mindat is one of the district, and they have populations of I think uh around maybe forty to 50,000 population. So they are very very brave enough to come up against those military uh, because. According to the news and according to the the things that I heard from them was the, the military as usual, uh, they captured some of the peaceful protesters, and when they uh, released back, some were dead. Even students and now even children were included. So to, to, to defense our citizen mean that people have to step up so that they, 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 this uh, brutal Oppression will be end in the Mindat, so that that's the the overall situation in Mindat.
0: And can you take us back to the beginning, to the start of it, for listeners that aren't familiar with the story? What
2: has the military been doing in Mindat? Okay, uh, so in Mindat, as I said, this military coup. Uh, they they brutally like kill the people of uh, of Mindat people they they kill all over the Myanmar they kill the people of uh, Mindat and they especially they targeted to the CDMs uh, who have protests uh, against the government by not going to their work they target and they, they pull out and they, they kill the people and they captured some of the Mindat a peaceful protester. Uh, the, the military. So this mean that people come and uh, join together under one um one one force or they, they, they group it themselves, I think, uh, and then they uh, shoot back or they fight back against the military due to the, the, the oppression that they have been suffering in the region.
0: Right, and you mentioned that you're also involved in providing relief and assistance for those that are living in Mindat and that are facing this terror. So, what is life like right now in Mindat? Is there any sense of normalcy? What are the people doing? What are their needs right now?
2: It's yeah, it's not normal yet. Today morning itself, I talked to this one of the women who have worked there as a healthcare, and I talked to her. And they are still under the under the the, the the jungle. They are running, and they said that they have some of the camp. Chem- where people can come and uh, stay there but the military even come to those camps so they are in a very very mad situation and uh, what they what they said is that they will need uh, uh, all the help they can they have they need food they will come to need uh, this shelter or tent. Because raining season, heavy raining season is coming soon in our in our state in our country. They will need for help. They will need for basic medicines. So as for me, uh, uh, as a Zomi group, we we are tr- trying to support them as much as we can through this uh, uh, minded lady who is currently located in inside the uh, Mindat area. And here, one thing uh, you have to know is that we can't even uh, send uh, money or send goods to them directly. We have to send through other cities around that Mindat. They have uh, some of the uh, people who can help them, so we have to send to them. Then they will go up and secretly to the to the jungle or to the place where these people were hiding. And they will help them in the, in that way. They are still in a very very mad situation. They need all the possible help, and even prayer, uh, even uh, uh, all the supporting words, and every possible way they, they need help.
0: Yeah, and we definitely encourage our listeners to. Keep them in their prayers. If you're Christian, to send metta, If you're a Buddhist or a meditator, whatever good thoughts you can keep for people under the siege right now, and for those that are able to help financially, that we, our organization, our nonprofit, Better Burma, can receive those funds. And if you would like to earmark them for uh, these people outside of Mindat, then we can assure to get your donation to mark where it can go roundabout to reach safely the people because the military is trying to block all all aid and medical health food that is going to the people. So you mention that a number of people are fleeing they have fled their homes they're in the jungle people of all ages are are going are, are trying to hide deeper and deeper so that are a number of people that are in flight are there also any that are in fight is there any resistance that is being staged right now to the security forces, or is everyone going into hiding and retreat at the moment?
2: Uh, there are some uh, security forces who are still trying to fight them. But as I said, the weapons are totally like unmatched. Uh, the, they even said that if gun to gun, then we are not afraid with our gun, but they use this airstrike. And now they are, they, 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 the ground people say that they are even use these uh, chemical, uh, chemical weapons too. So they can't unmatch those weapons, but they are fighting in every possible way. They don't flee away. They, they are uh, near the township. Uh, those, the, the, the defense teams are near the township. They are fighting back with all the possible way they can. And I think some of the groups are also helping them with the uh, better arms equipment. And it's not many, just one or two are flowing in it. It's also very difficult. So they are very eager to get back their own land, which they have owned and stayed in that land for uh, for 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 many 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 centuries, so they 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 try to get back their land from the intruders of these Burmese uh, military people. But currently, the the situation is the weapons are not matched, so they are getting all the help from every possible ways. And people also trying to give them in uh, through every possible way. And at least for us, as I said, if we uh, we try to give them money or shelter or food as much as we can. On the other hand, uh, uh, on the other part of the country, or uh, even like for uh, for so people in Tidim, Donzang they are making noises, voices, so that more attention will be uh, spread out, and more uh, battalions will have to uh, coming in to others, other, other. other uh, district of the state so that the forces in Mindat will be a bit reduced or when they have the other people also standing up with them, they will have more uh, courage or they will have more strength to walk with the uh, walk with their people because uh, they are suffering. Suffering means they are the older people, the children, women's. they even reps the women's over there. So when we talk uh, when I have a chance to talk to that lady, they even cry through the phone to the strangers like me who they never met. So that is how tense the situation is over there. So uh, yeah, yeah, they are raping the women, they are killing brutally. They even say that I don't know they they are they they they, they are uh, like crazy or they high with some maybe some of the, some of the vaccine uh, they, they they said because they are not like human. They are very queer. Uh, because she is, when I talked to her first time, she's running with the old uh, women and men and children, and she just cried. Uh, she didn't even know me. She just cried. She, she said, the only thing we can do is pray and run. So please pray for me. Uh, and we, we have paused our conversation like for 30 to 60 seconds. We never seen each other outside. We never known before she cried because that the situation is damn tense over there it's 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 like hell for them so that that's why i, I asked to all the listener whatever possible we please help to the country and currently especially in mind they are very very much in needs of your help your prayer, your physical help your mental help. Mm-hmm. and how did that make you feel having a conversation that was so emotional and traumatic with someone you hadn't met ah uh, it was like uh, very, very hard, very, very hard because I can't do anything. I can't do anything. So the only thing I can do is I connect uh, to the organization as much as possible. I call to the ZOMI uh, uh, zombie, uh, organizations outside of the country if they can help with uh, is every little money or everything and i called to the some of the group inside the burma where they are supporting like medical supplied and all that's the only thing i can do and and i act and, and i and I, and i asked our people to pray for them and we have a pray pray session for them and 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 some of the i asked some of the youth to 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 make some noises or to 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 tease the military side so that Attention will not only enter into mind that so that it will deviate the attention to the other other region too. That's the only thing we can do. Uh, we, uh, uh, I, uh, we, we, we can't do more than that. So it's very very limited that we can help. Let's say I even have some of the medical boxes to enter into that, but the road will block. Even medical supply will block by the by the military. That's the very tense situation. I can't. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine how hard it would be for them.
0: Right. Yeah. That that's just a terrible situation to uh, to, to be in, and for um, uh, for what the the Tamada is inflicting on these people. And you you mentioned uh, airstrikes. How bad have the
2: airstrikes been in Mindat? Ah. Uh, Okay, airstrike, they, they do airstrike a lot to mean that it it it. Uh, let me explain here a bit about the situation in our Chin here and other parts. Like Kachin, Karen, they have been fighting against this military for so long, like it's had been centuries. So they know when the airstrike come, they have like a dark or underground to, to hide it. Our Chin then have been like, we never protest. We just stay peacefully. Sorry, we just stay peacefully and we just uh, stay by ourselves. So we don't even have the experience of facing the airstrike. So uh, the damage is much, much more than any any other part of the country due to due to an unexpected or an uh, inexperienced uh, uh, airstrike. And so that's they 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 burn down a, a lots of villages through airstrike, and also. Mm-hmm what they do is that they do transportation, they, they block all the roads and they do military transportation through the helicopters uh, uh, inside the that city. And they supply food to the military people through the helicopters. And they block all the entries of goods. So the people who have stayed inside the, the city itself were a lack of food, lack of medicine. And this airstrike, apart from that, they even targeted to the camp where those people are hiding. So it's, it's, it's that quarrel currently.
0: And I've heard that in some communities, there's not even water.
2: Yeah, yeah. Water is very, very difficult in the Chin Hill. Uh, water is also quite difficult. They have maybe, I think they, they will have to, that's my guess, they will have to go to miles through motorcycle, and get water for drinking and all. That is very risky for them too. So, yeah, they they even need this gas for their bike to go and get some of the food secretly, some of the water secretly. Mm-hmm.
0: When you mentioned how some of the other Chin communities are making noise, as you put it, and, and making some distraction or diversion to uh, decrease the numbers that are in Mindad, it, it really strikes me. I mean, number one, that's just an incredibly brave... Thing to do to purposely draw attention of a ferocious and drugged out military uh, in order to relieve their presence elsewhere, but it also seems to be breaking a uh, a, a kind of norm that happened in previous generations and previ- previous conflict where uh, the military was able to inflict terrible horror and terror on one community and everyone else was so afraid that they stayed silent, they stayed indoors, they didn't do anything, they just hoped that that, if they just didn't go out or do anything themselves, then they would somehow be spared. And that was a strategy that really worked in the military's favor of being able to terrorize whoever they wanted to while everyone else would just be so afraid they would just stay away from it and uh, not want to draw any attention and i remember in way back in february in yangon i was just amazed at one night where they were i don't remember what district this was in yangon or what what day it was but i uh, or what night it was but i remember that military forces had come to terrorize one particular community it might have been san and cuz that they were quite active in the beginning And even though there was a curfew and it was like the middle of the night, word started to spread and every other community in Yangon started to break the curfew and go out on their street and put themselves in mortal risk, put themselves in danger, violate the curfew laws that had been imposed by the military to be able to relieve the pressure that was building on one place. And so the military had to disperse to respond to different threats. And that seemed to me very different from what we've seen before, where people just kind of wanted to stay silent, stay at home, not raise their head, keep themselves safe. So I'm curious if you also see a difference in the response in 2021 that more people are being courageous, are taking risks, are putting themselves out there and are not just kind of staying back and hoping that that they can spare themselves and that it can pass over. But people are going out of the way when they don't need to to take risks uh, in service of people that are at risk.
2: Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. That's, that's the only thing we can do, and it's, that's the, the beauty, I should say, the unity that uh, we see uh, during this, our Spring Revolution. I think especially it started through the Generation Z, because they are very, very, very quiet, especially about politics, Generation Z before. And this time, they speak very loud. They attack people compared to other generation, so they use social platform wisely. And the voice were reached outside of the country, and the voice and the message was spread through the whole country. They use different different type of uh, tech to get message to any part of the the country. Especially like in Mindanao, uh, the the internet have been shut down when they fight. But this you'd have the way to get the pictures. This you'd have the ways to get the 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 the, the message to come out. So I really, really respect the, the unity that this time we, we have uh, seen in the community because the Bama, the the Zomi, the Mizo, the that we all have been like separated by lots of, lots of uh, uh, differences. But this time that have, uh, that have like get aside and the unity have come together. If Mand- Mandalay was, uh, 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 Like stand up. If Mandalay had stand up for any protest, then the other city has followed. Even now, under a very tense situation, the youth of uh, this the the country have they still like even in Rangoon, they will be sitting in the the tea shop and they suddenly run into street and strike for like five to ten minutes, uh, where they are very close with the real machine gun. Who? like, uh, normally shoot to the people. They are that brave. Even in Mandalay, they sit together in the tea shop. They suddenly stand up and they sing a protest song. And even in like uh, Calais, where I where I stay, the youth will go out to some places where their voice can be heard in a way that their their, 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 their safety will be also like, at uh, 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 some extent, uh, protected. They use different, kind of ways to express their 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 way and i see a lot of unity i think if we can keep that up uh that the the victory is very very near
0: Yeah. And as brutal and cruel as the military can be, we're seeing, in addition to this unity, an an incredible type of intelligence and creativity and critical thinking uh, on the part of the protesters to be able every day to reinvent the way they're going to respond to an ever-changing environment of danger. And you mentioned the way that They're using tech, they're using social media and sharing. Well, that's exactly what we're doing now with this podcast platform. We're living in an age where in your small community, you're able to, even with all the ways that they've tried to cut internet, you're able to go to a place where you can get connected, we can have this conversation, this platform can carry this dialogue that we're having and it will be heard by people all around the world that uh, are able to learn from you and engage based on um, how you're sharing your reality and, and your talent among your community and what you're seeing day-to-day and those experiences. So we're also able to use tech in that way, and you are as well. And looking at you and your background, it sounds like you're, you came from more of a business background. It, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you did not have so much like an interest or an involvement in politics or human rights or, or that type of thing. Is that correct?
2: yeah yeah i'm not uh, that much interested in politics i'm mainly uh, my background and my study is mainly on business and people used to say what why are you doing all these things and it's not about uh, we are interested or not it's about time that everyone have to have that that role because no business is running everything is shut down so, the, the only thing, and the only thing currently we can do is this, this, uh, current political situation. Uh, we have to interest that in, we have to make our interest in it. We have to do our best to do, uh, uh to involve in it. I'm not purely, I'm not, uh, the, the, for, from political background at all.
0: So what has it been like for you to move from a background where you were really just trying to get ahead in business, coming from a small town community and trying to to do the best you, you could for your professional career and moving into a completely different kind of life now of um, providing relief, uh, coordination, whatever else you're doing. How has that transition
2: been? Uh, it's a, a hard one, but I think it's a noble deed what I can do currently. <laughs> It's, I feel like it's, 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 it's uh, when we start phasing, it's everyone feeling that it's really, really hard one, But everyone is doing currently what they can do. Not only me, we have access through this platform. That's why you heard our, my voice. But in Myanmar, everyone is doing their best they can. Even like 8 p.m. Patent Point Strike is one of the very few examples uh, that everyone is included in this, in this stream. For me to involve in this is like uh, quite hard, but this is our national call, our duty for our generation to do whatever we can to fight against this uh, military, because here our youth are taking up guns instead of uh, they they have to be in school studying, and uh, and my only intention is I want them to be back in the school. I want them to be back. the football field where they want to be i want them to be back uh, in the in the in the scenery where they are drawing and where they're enjoying their own passions not not taking gun and shooting each other Uh, that's now the only the only thing what we are doing is uh, to get back our own rights and our own freedom Uh, so to this situation is really, really, really tense and really, really messed up because it's not what we wanted to do. Not only me, the whole country. Uh, uh, overall, the whole country, our peoples are doing what uh, what we have to do. Then we want, we really want to be get out of this. We'll try our best. We'll be doing our best because this is not only the duty of politician. It's like the duty of everybody in the country.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm, well said. And as far as you're comfortable in sharing, what can you tell us about the role that you've taken
2: on and what you are doing to support the movement? Currently, support the. I'm uh, closely working with the Zomi people in the Chin states, and and the Zomi we have uh, Zomi Federal Union. It's grouped with the people who are interested in federal. We we form a union. Under that, we have different wings. We have defense. uh, We have uh, CDM support teams. We have non-violence team, and like uh, finance, and uh, and we have teams. So usually, when it needs to talk with the NUG uh, or CRPH or CRCH or any other like international organization. Uh, then uh, they use me as their spokesperson, and we have a committee whereby we can support technically to to this uh, Zomi Federal Union, and uh, so in in that support team I was there. We support them technically, like uh, they are draw uh, they are uh, they are doing this uh, like constitu- draft constitution uh, uh, constitutional uh, draft constitution. So in those days I have to help them to get the real politicians or the real political expert to get into that committee. So I'm technically supported, supporting them in whatever ways I can. I'm under this uh, technical support teams. Especially my duty is to, 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 to act as their uh, PR, and on the other hand, to act as the, uh, to form the committee or the technical support team uh, as it is necessary. Mm-hmm.
0: For many listeners that are trying to follow along what's happening in Myanmar that are outside the country and so not living in it, but trying to follow along and understand the best they can, what about the experience of being on the ground and being involved directly in the movement would you like them to understand? What about the experience of what you're going through that you feel has not really been understood through social media or through reporting that is part of the story that's just getting missed? What would you like people outside the country to be able to understand about what is going on there and what the experience is like?
2: The situation in the ground is like every movement even like this interview and everything is uh, come along with life risk so uh, lots of risks are there in the in the ground uh, so that we need every possible way of support like pray even prayer and, and money support physical support all the support we need it and and we, we what we want you to understand is that even just a little voice that you shout out through the social media was very helpful f- to the people or, uh, in the ground and on the other hand uh, we i we usually receive some of the strategy advice from outside the country but we cannot pass those those like true or um, all, all the strategies to the youth in the uh, in the ground directly uh, because they are under the life-threatening situation. If they move a bit, they have to be very, very careful. Otherwise, their life is under threat. So sometimes the the strategy advised by the outside world, uh, we cannot use some of them because the the youth, are, as I said, they they are under very uh, uh, life-threatening situation. On the other hand, they are not expert or we are not expert in the war war situation because as i said we come from very very different uh different background so we are doing our best in the ground then we need every possible help in the ground and please like uh do support us in whatever we do and yeah i think that 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 will be the the message i'd like to give so on this
0: platform, you know you you're you're able to speak to a, a wider audience and uh, people from all around the world in their own walks of life are able to hear your voice, hear your story about what you're going through and we covered a number of topics through my questions, but I want to make sure that you have the chance to express yourself for anything you would like to get out there that my questions or the discussion, has not covered so far. So is there anything else that you want to make your voice heard to people listening?
2: Uh, I think it's about uh, love. We have to get and respect that we have to get and share among every other people. Because before we come into this type of mess situation, we never thought that uh, those love, caring, or respecting other other view other point of view have been not that valuable now we are under this tense situation I mean maybe most of the listener will have a very good uh, environment where they can have respect and love so I want you to treasure it that please spread those very good messages as much as you can uh, and that will prevent all the war in the war because now uh, as we are suffering Uh, And I heard recently that Israel and Hamad, the people are also suffering. But I heard that they are in ceasefire. That's very good. And we want every war on the world to be end. Because that's the duty of uh, all the people who are listening to that, I I, I should say. Because without this peaceful, uh, without this love, without without care to each other, without respecting each other, there wouldn't be a, a, a good society. So please do do pray and help us in that. And especially like Chin State, uh, we are one of the poorest, uh, we are one of the poorest states uh, in Myanmar. And uh, and also we have, as I said, we have different dialect compared to other states. We have like uh, seven to eight dialect, which we cannot understand each other too. So we have a lots of differences. So, we are, we are uniting through all those differences. And in the future, too, for recovering of the country, the states, and the people, we will need a lot of support. Especially what, as a ZOMI Federal Union, we are expecting is after this fight, we have to fight with the support of your people. And after this fight, uh, we want our people. Uh, to have a good education, a good mindset education, a good uh, physical and um, a good academic education after this war. So maybe uh, I want in, in every possible way, if you can support the country, the states and the people in the chain state with education, that will be that will be a very, very great help for long run. That's, that's what I want to uh, point out here. Because our country needs a good education system. So that our thinking, our mindset will be wider and uh, uh, it will, we can have a very good harmony, harmony society uh, very soon. Thank you. Mm, yeah, thank you for that. And I
0: also want to ask you, had mentioned that growing up in your life, Christian faith and Christian teachings played a really great role in your outlook and perspective in life. And through these very difficult days, uh, sometimes people do fall back on their faith, on their religious teachings, on their spirituality, to get through some of the worst times imaginable. So has your Christian faith been a source of support and inspiration for you? And if so, uh, how, how has it uh, been something um, helpful at this time?
2: I should admit that I pray a lot more than before <laughs> and yeah we, uh, Bible verses which I memorized when I was a child never been as helpful as this period <laughs> which, which Bible verses What, what, what uh... I like some, some, some 23 that's Psalm 23, 24 that, that, that's uh, currently which we, we recite a lot but in our own dialect of course Yep. Uh, in in uh, we usually by heard them by by Burmese. It's usually of some twenty three. Tha war pya to thay pi do the Adi say ma kan sen lan lo a say do mui. Ta yadom yen na lo lam pya do mui ngau win yo atu It's a verse of some ah uh, some twenty three. It's called is my shepherd. Like I shall not want. I think that's that the, the that, that's that's a verse I think' and I will not be like uh, poor and lonely and in time of like uh, travel and in time of uh, uh, like, uh, uh, it's, it's a, like difficult situation, he will guide me through the valley and if I walk through the valley of that, I think he will be a light and source of, like, maybe my, my leader or my mentorship, something like that. Mm.
0: And why has this verse been of such inspiration and support to you during these days?
2: Okay. I think that's the vital verses that maybe uh, my, my parents have been uh, like, let me, let me buy heart for uh, so many long ago. That never been like alive in my life. And currently, when we come to this type of like a very very dark situation, so it's probably in my mind that it's very inspiring and it's very uh, what to say uh, heartwarming uh, as uh, by the Bible phases And also, I, unexpectedly, most of the, the my Christian friend they know it. So this is one of the thing that we can we can recite together.
0: Mm, so sometimes when you meet your colleagues uh, after a hard day, you come together and you recite this
2: verse together. Yeah, sometime yeah, not all with all because here we have some who are very, very much strong in religion, some very uh, who are not that strong in religion. Some Buddhists are there, so uh, or, or, yeah, we have to respect their their belief too. So sometimes uh, we recite together when we come with like uh, a friend who whom we we like really close and we just sometimes recite that. Mm.
0: That's wonderful. That's beautiful. Well, thank you so much for your time with us here today. And uh, I will definitely keep you in my thoughts and my meta. And I'm sure that other listeners will as well. And wishing you success, wishing you safety. And thank you so much for making use of this platform to be able to share your voice and your experience to the rest of the world.
2: Yep. Thank you very much for your time. Then uh, please share our voices so that the good message will be spread more as much as it can. Thank you very much.
0: As inspiring as it was to hear today's guest, I know from experience that when you're listening from so far away, there can also be a certain kind of helplessness in hearing about the struggle that people like them are now engaged in. Thankfully, we have organized a reliable way for interested listeners to provide valuable assistance to those local communities. All donations will be sent to support the protesters currently resisting the military coup. By taking an active role in helping support the movement, you can ensure that people like today's speaker have even a few more resources to draw on and can manage even another week more in their efforts. If you would like to join in our mission to support those in Myanmar who are resisting the military coup, we welcome your contribution, in any form, currency, or transfer method. Every cent goes immediately and directly to funding those local communities who need it most. Donations go to support such causes as the Civil Disobedience Movement (CDM), families of deceased victims, and the purchasing of protective equipment and medical supplies. Or if you prefer, you can earmark your donation to go directly to the guest you just heard on today's show. In order to facilitate this donation work, we have registered a new nonprofit called Better Burma for this express purpose. Any donation you give on our Insight Myanmar website is now directed to this fund. Alternatively, you can visit our new Better Burma website, which is betterburmaoneword.org and donate directly there. In either case, your donation goes to the same cause, and both websites accept credit cards. You can also give via PayPal by going to paypal.me slash betterburma. Additionally, we can take donations through Patreon, Venmo, GoFundMe, and Cash App. Simply search Better Burma on each platform and you'll find our account. You can also visit either website for specific links to those respective accounts or email us at info@betterburma.org. At in all cases, that's Better Burma, one word, spelled B-E-T-T-E-R-B-U-R-M-A. If you would like to give in another way, please contact us. Thank you so much for your kind consideration.
4: Yarananga, Yawin, and I do. We are done on the guns at the Mona. We got a busy and busy. I Yaranaya, Diana, but I've got
0: You've been listening to the insight myanmar podcast we'd appreciate it very much if you could rate review and or share this podcast every little bit of feedback helps you can also subscribe to the insight myanmar podcast on apple podcasts spotify stitcher or wherever else you get your podcasts to make sure you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes if you can't find our feed on your podcast player please just let us know and we'll ensure it can be offered there in the future Also, make sure to check out our website for a list of our complete episodes, including additional text, videos, and other information available at insightmyanmar.org. And I also invite you to take a look at our new nonprofit organization at betterburma.org. There was certainly a lot to talk about in this episode, and we'd like to encourage listeners to keep the discussion going. Make a post, request specific questions, and join in on discussions currently going on on the Insight Myanmar podcast Facebook group. You're also most welcome to follow our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter accounts by the same name. If you're not on social media, feel free to message us directly at info at insightmyanmar.org. Or if you'd like to start up a discussion group on another platform, let us know, and we can share that form here. Finally, we're open to suggestions about guests or topics for future episodes. So if you have someone or something in mind, please do be in touch. We would like to take this time to thank everyone who made this podcast possible. Currently, our team consists of two sound engineers, Mike Bink and Martin Combs. There's of course Zach Hessler, content collaborator and part-time co-host. Ken Pransky helps with editing and a special Mongolian volunteer who was asked to remain anonymous does our social media templates. In light of the ongoing crisis in Myanmar, a number of volunteers have stepped in to lend a hand as well and so we'd like to take this time to appreciate their effort in our time of need. And we're always on the lookout for more volunteers during this critical time, so if you'd like to contribute, definitely let us know. We'd also like to thank everyone who has assisted us in arranging for the guests we've interviewed so far. And of course, we send a big thank you to the guests themselves for agreeing to come on and share such personal, powerful stories. Finally, we're immensely grateful for the donors who made this entire thing possible, We want to remind our listeners that the opinions expressed by our guests are their own and don't necessarily reflect the host or other podcast contributors. Please also note that as we are mainly a volunteer team, we do not have the capacity to fact-check our guest interviews. By virtue of being invited on our show, there's a trust that they will be truthful and not misrepresent themselves or others. If you have any concerns about the statements made on this or other shows, please contact us. This recording is the exclusive right of Insight Myanmar Podcast, and may not be used without the expressed written permission of the podcast owner, which includes video, audio, written transcripts, or excerpts of any episodes. Also not meant to be used for commercial purposes. On the other hand, we're very open to collaboration, so if you have a particular idea in mind for sharing any of our podcasts or podcast-related information, please feel free to contact us with your proposal. If you would like to support our mission, we welcome your contribution. During this time of crisis, all donations now go towards supporting the protest movement in Myanmar through our new nonprofit, Better Burma. You may give by searching Better Burma on PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, GoFundMe, and Patreon, as well as via credit card at betterburma.org donation. You can also give right on our Insight Myanmar website as all donations given there are directed towards the same fund. And with that, we're off to work on the next show, so see you next episode.